Hi guys, welcome to episode 8 of Designated Drivers. I'm Lakshanya. I'm Abby. And today is going to be very exciting. How was your week? My week was alright. I'm back home. I'm, uh, yeah, this is our first podcast from home. I'm doing an internship at a recording studio, which is pretty cool. It's okay. <laughs> it's alright. I, I kind of so far have just been shadowing, so it's really just showing up and just sitting. Yeah. Type of thing, but it's all right. I get to spend time with my dog. We're looking for cars because I'm planning on getting a car soon. That's, <coughs> so very that's an exciting, exciting thing. But yeah. Adult things are happening. Like, like <laughs> being an adult. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> How was your week? My week was okay. I've just been like. I've just been sitting at home watching Grey's Anatomy all day, literally, yeah. literally all day. <laughs> like it's kind of becoming a. Are you problem. rewatching the whole thing? Not the whole thing. I have this weird attachment to like season fourteen in particular because I first started getting into Grey's Anatomy when season fourteen was airing, and so like mm-hmm. it was like I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Did you sense. watch that season, like, as it came out? No, I didn't. But I just, like, saw oh. the snippets and, like, the tweets and stuff of what was happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't know. I just have some weird emotional attachment to that season. But, um, yeah. And then the most exciting thing that's happened recently is I think a couple days ago, it was my parents' anniversary. And so um we like made food and it was like fun and we like ordered in and stuff but my mom wanted to surprise my dad with like a cake and so cute this was like the first anniversary where I can drive so like I can like Mm -hmm. do things and stuff and so I like after so my brother needed to pick up his yearbook so like I got his yearbook and then dropped him off at home and I went and got like I went to Safeway (laughs) and then I got this cake and we like hid it for half a day before bringing it out during dinner it was really cute and like that was like the most exciting (laughs) thing that's happened recently um (laughs) but yeah so today we kind of we wanted to talk about celebrity culture because it's a thing that like at least I think about a lot and like I have many thoughts on um and how like just stand culture and celebrity culture in general um and we thought it would just be like fun to talk about (laughs) yeah my idea for this episode came out because came about because the other day I was watching this video um, by, like, Duncan Kastner or something. I'll, like, put it... Well, I'll put it in the description. You can watch it about okay. the whole John Mulaney situation and how, like, the news broke out, quote, quotation marks, that um, mm-hmm. he got a divorce and now he's dating Olivia Munn or whatever. And, like, the entire internet... Not the entire internet. Twitter just, like, broke... And, like, everyone mm-hmm. was, like, oh, my God, like, men suck, like, why did blah, blah, blah. And it just, like, he basically, in the video, he talks about how there's this weird thing where for forever people have been idolizing celebrities and putting them on a pedestal. So when they do something that, like, we slightly disagree with, like, it somehow becomes everyone's business to speculate on people's personal lives and stuff and how everyone has a take 
mm-hmm. and how like that's kind of that should be called out and i guess we're kind of feeding into it because we're talking about it but it's just like well that's debatable because we're not talking about it and being like wow john mulaney i can't <laughs> believe he did this thing we're i think that's like saying talk having a dialogue about any issue means you're feeding into the issue that's true which doesn't really help anyone if no one's going to talk about the issue that's true but yeah i think it's just like as someone who is very or who was like i've spent many years (laughs) like being a stan of different things and i've observed stan culture and just celebrity culture and i think it's interesting how especially like young teenagers who more often than not are like mentally ill or are neuro neurodivergent or whatever the case may be they treat real people as fictional characters and it's kind of like a form of escapism to be so obsessed with like a random stranger you don't know who sometimes makes you laugh or like is on a show that you like or whatever and mm-hmm. i just think yeah when it comes to situations like this where like john mulaney just got out of rehab and like that whole thing wasn't even supposed to break and like mm-hmm. all of this stuff you're going through all of this really personal hard stuff in the public eye and like all these people have opinions about it it just like i don't know it's 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 interesting yeah. and it's also kind of worrying <laughs> yeah i don't i've always had like a thing when it comes to celebrity culture when it comes to pregnancy Mm. it just like that aspect of things really bothers me that it really bothers me that tabloids one speculate about pregnancy and two like make it a celebrity's job to tell people when they're pregnant or they're having a baby and stuff that just really irritates me I don't know what it is with that specifically but it's like you don't You don't go around speculating normal people having children. And especially Mm -hmm. for people who, like, may have fertility issues. Or, like, like that one time Ellen forced Mariah Carey into admitting she was pregnant and then she had a miscarriage. Like, that's awful. And now she had to go through that in the public eye. I just don't think that women should have... Whose bodies are already on display constantly, Mm -hmm. like, for... Like, and under, like, scrutiny mm-hmm. constantly, like, women's bodies already. And on top of that, you're going in, like... It's, like, a health thing. It's not, like, a physical body thing. It's, like, a health thing. It really irritates me when people think they're allowed to, like, be like, yeah, but you're a celebrity, you sign up for this. Which is an argument in a lot of these cases that I don't agree with because the celebrity didn't sign up, in my opinion, to be, like, they're... Like, there's a line between mm-hmm. being, like, we're calling you out because you have a platform... Mm-hmm. for making this mistake or something and being like we're prying into your personal life because you are in a tv show and i like that tv show yeah like that that doesn't the, the it doesn't align to me yeah like they're actors they act for us and on entertainment that doesn't mean we have the right to know what their personal lives are like and given like singers who talk about or like sing about their personal lives that's not an invitation for you to suddenly like yeah and if people want to disclose that information that's totally up to them but Mm -hmm. it's not like a right for us to know it in my opinion i just think that's like it's it's really just none of our business. And, it, and like, yeah. there is that weird line now because YouTubers exist and, like, vloggers exist. And TikTokers who like, and stuff. Yeah, their whole life is meant to be a display, mm-hmm. which 
in that case, I guess you're technically signing up for it. But at the same time, I don't think that argument fits either because they are signing up to show you what they want to. That doesn't mean you're allowed to go past what they are showing you. Yeah. Like the really creepy stuff with like ho- Hollywood fix. Like, oh my God. Like, like the paparazzi is like yeah. going after like the teenage TikTokers. It's like, this is weird, guys. Yeah. We need to stop that. It's like the whole Britney Spears thing. Um, I didn't watch mm-hmm. the documentary. It's on Hulu. Me neither. But, I should. And even that, it's like, it's important that that issue is like talked about and how she's exploited is talked about. But I feel like even just making documentaries on it is just another form of exploitation. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, understand you're raising awareness. As long as she consents awareness. to it, I feel like it's good. I understand you're raising awareness. And I understand that, like, it deserves to be talked about. But it's also, like... Okay, so you made a documentary about it. Now what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like it's like the we're gonna talk about it, but no one's ever gonna like do anything to put like like more what what laws happened in place to protect after. people. Like what happened yeah. after that documentary came out? Everyone talked about it for two weeks, and then like what? <laughs> do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like she's still under conservatorship or whatever it's called. She's still like locked up. Like it's still bad. And yeah. after this, like, people are probably, like, there's, I, there's gonna be more, because the way that the news cycle works, there's gonna be more documentaries like that about her, mm-hmm. or, like, about people in her position, and it's like, okay, cool, we're talking about it, that's good, and, like, maybe in the future, like, future celebrities who are in her position aren't exploited to that degree, but, like, what now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no one's, like, trying to put their initiative into actually creating a change type yeah. of thing but it's still yeah. like yeah and it when you talk about tiktokers that's what's the worrying thing it's like the line between it used to be before the internet or even before tiktok even when youtubers existed there was a very yeah. clear divide between normal person and celebrity do you know what i mean yeah and, like, totally. with celebrities, there's, like, laws in place to protect them. There's Or, like, laws in place to protect child celebrities, like, child actors. There's, like... Yeah. There's, like... Technically. Technically. But, like, there's still something in place. There's, like... Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's what people say about yeah. having, like, family vloggers. Yeah. Where there's no laws in place for those kids who, like, get exploited. Yeah. It's messed up. There's that Smoky Glow video that she did recently where she talks about how, She's like, done so many videos. <laughs> she gets so heated about it. I'm like, go off, Hannah. Yeah. That she talks about... And it's, like, the line with TikTokers now, it's especially really scary because these random, literal, random, like, who... like Children. Children <laughs> are just blown up and given a platform that they might not have even asked for like yeah charlie d'amelio it's like at a certain point like she's the one who got a manager she's the one who like got is represented by talent agencies like she could have just said no at any point but it's also like she didn't ask to blow up like she didn't do you know what i mean like this random 16 year old girl was just living her life and dancing one day and then her whole like Everyone decided to give her a platform, and now she's expected to, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely strange. Cause and I, I think it is, like, like you said, there's no laws in place for these TikTokers, who are underage a lot of times. Yeah. 
So, like, there's no laws in place for them to, like... Like, if their manager is awful, then they could be, like, you need to be pumping out 50 billion TikToks a day. Not literally. But <laughs> yeah. overworking a child yeah. to, like, get a product out. And, I mean, that's something a lot of, like... And and young kids, if they're not smart enough, they might sign a contract, do something stupid like that, mm-hmm. and then be expected to do things that they didn't realize they needed to do, like, yeah. in terms of content. And then they're stuck in, like, a contract, and there's nothing they can do. Which, hopefully, Charlie D'Amelio being already coming from a pretty wealthy and, like, well, I think your dad owns a law firm. Yeah. So, hopefully, she doesn't get stuck in any of those kinds of issues. But, I mean, it's not, like... There are some people who blow up like that and they don't have access to a manager or they don't do those types of things because mm-hmm. they just don't realize it. Or like you said, they didn't necessarily want the platform, so they're not willing to invest in a manager, which you could argue is their own fault, I guess. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know, not everyone wants to do that. Yeah. Like, it's it's a weird in-between. Like, some some kids, if they just didn't want the fame, it's hard to just be like, I don't want this anymore. But at the same time, I feel like TikTok is quick and fast if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like i feel like people who blow up can immediately like be back down yeah in the matter of seconds but it also has like a lot of hype has died down it also has one of the most like it has one of the most quote-unquote fair algorithms i wouldn't call it fair because tiktok has its own issues but it has one of the most like out of all the apps like tiktok is the Mm -hmm. one where a normal person has the most chance to blow up. Um, and so... Yeah. It's like... Literally anyone who makes content on there the next day could have, like, 200k followers out of one yeah. video. Do you know what I mean? And, like, and that level I'll... of, like... Go ahead. That level of, like, being in the public eye that quickly is... When you're that young, it's just like, Absolutely. what can you imagine at 16 years old? No, my ego would be insane. <laughs> like, at 16 years old, having how many followers does Charlie have? Like, 45 she billion? She has, like, millions. Yeah, 45 yeah. million or something. Like, anyway. No, I, I definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, I, was wa- I was listening to the Talk It Off podcast, the Van Said It Off podcast. Mm-hmm. They were just talking about TikTok for whatever reason. And they mentioned how it's not even... Because the people are just so normal, a lot of times, because like you said, the algorithm works the way that it does where normal people can blow up. Sometimes it's like the way the algorithm works, that person blows up for like a group of people who consume a certain type of TikTok content because there's those like sides Sides of TikTok TikTok, or whatever. So like... That person could mean nothing to, like, another 200,000 people on TikTok, but could be, like, 200,000 people's favorite creator. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, really strange that, like, someone could be a celebrity, quote-unquote, or, like, a famous TikToker to, like, one giant group of people, but, like, mean nothing to... Because, like, some people are always like, yeah, I don't know who Charlie D'Amelio is because that's not the side of TikTok I'm on. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care about TikTok drama. They're on, like the weird meme side of TikTok or something. Yeah. So there's, like, different creators that they enjoy watching that are really popular on that side of TikTok. Yeah. So I think it's really interesting to see, like... I feel like it's, it's like, a mini YouTube, but, like, more? It's, or, like... Yeah. I don't know, because I feel like that, that exists in YouTube, too. Like, the different sides of YouTube. Like, you have the gamers. Mm-hmm. You have people who enjoy watching vlogs. You enjoy 
people watching like lifestyle videos so i feel like that exists but on like a smaller scale and by smaller scale i only mean in terms of the content Mm -hmm. not necessarily the platform itself because you only have so much time to make a tiktok is what i mean like you don't tiktoks can't be 45 minutes long yeah yeah it's weird and then and it's just also like the consumer side of tiktok or not the consumer side of TikTok, the, like, consumer side of celebrity culture, like, the people, like, the stands, people who, like, mm-hmm. put all of their energy into following one person or one musical group or one, like, person, like, people, and putting all of their energy and investing in these people and having certain expectations of them in their head. And then when they do even, a, like, because of, like they're in a show they like or whatever and then if they do one thing that like doesn't match up with their vision in their head it's like they take it personally that's why like I was talking about this with one of my friends the other day where she's also like on stan twitter and stuff and she was like a lot of people when they're like favorite celebrities get called out for doing something wrong a lot of stans take it personally because they view this person as an extension of themselves so when you're criticizing that person it feels like you're criticizing them and it's like Mm -hmm. like, i think parts of that also come from though i think parts of that also come from the the concept of when people get canceled and stuff mm -hmm. you can't consume their content anymore yeah or like public part of that might yeah, you can't have public support of that person. So I think part of that could also just be people being defensive because they're like, no, this is a good person. I watch their content. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't be bad. I consume their, like, yeah. whatever they put out. So it could also just be, like, people getting defensive and not wanting to, like, admit that a, something that they consume could have been created by someone who wasn't a good person. Yeah. And again, like, I... This is, like, I me too. Like, I... <laughs> I was stand, yeah. and I'm not calling those people out. And like a lot of the time, more often than not, it's like people who are neuro neurodivergent or like who are mentally ill or like have some sort of they use stand culture and like celebrities as escapism. Which like I have no do what you gotta do. Do you, you know what I mean? But it's also like mm-hmm. I think there needs to be more of a conversation, especially like in schools or in mainstream discussions where people are like here's how you healthily i don't even know how how that like what that conversation would be like like here's how you healthily like look up to someone or like like use social media or like invest your like i don't i don't know what the solution is but it's like ah i don't know because just like the Like, especially recently, when people look up to random celebrities for, like, political education, and, Mm -hmm. like, I understand to some degree, like, they have a platform, and they should use that platform responsibly, but it's also, like, like, this multimillionaire is not gonna (laughs) be informed on, like, international relations. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, a lot of times, and this might be a generalization, I'm also, like, take anything I see with a grain of salt because I'm oh, not yeah. educated on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. 
So I feel like also taking full-on political opinions from celebrities who might not face the same issues you do as maybe like a middle class or lower class person or even just like like, a person of color or like exactly like you're you're just you can't it's hard to like be a celebrity and be like these are the issues you you should care about (laughs) and then be like a a normal person and be like but like some people like can't put food on the table you know what i mean like, you can't listen to a celebrity's opinion on how, like, economics should work. Because you're like, well, that doesn't work for me. It works mm-hmm. out for this person who's, like, famous and, like, rich. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's also, like, that divide is there of, like, well, how can I listen to you? You don't live the same life I do. Yeah. Like, people go on and on about performative activism, but at the same time require activism as a performance from their favorite celebrities. And it's, like what do you what do you want like yeah the so the whole social media activism thing is like a big bowl of i don't even know because it's i don't know it's it's hard to tackle because you should everyone should be doing the best they can to help the world but at the same time the whole world is not a singular person's responsibility i don't know that whole discussion is like a whole other podcast that we could do yeah, but but it's it's valid. Like you can't you can't just expect one person to change the world. Yeah. Everyone can be putting their best foot forward is correct. But at the same time, this expectation that everyone needs to be 100% informed 100% at a time I think is somewhat toxic and somewhat like impo- I I I genuinely don't think it's possible first of all. But yeah. Yeah, we can we don't need to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just the expectation of like these people looking at these random celebrities for political education and activism so they can a lot of the time it's so they can be like on twitter they can be like see my favorite celebrity said this they said this group of people deserves rights but your favorite celebrity didn't so like it's like this (laughs) so they're awful and my celebrity's better superiority it's like a weird it's like when you're when parents compare their children to each other (laughs) (laughs) it's like uh and i don't know it's you can't even blame like because celebrity culture and like this type of stuff has existed as long as celebrities have existed like before twitter there was like tabloids and like before tabloids there was like some other thing crazy people yeah (laughs) yeah there's always gonna be like that i don't know it's definitely not impossible to get rid of like i think there always will be that element of thinking that because a person is in the public eye we have a right to know everything they do Mm -hmm. but yeah like going back to the like john mulaney thing i he like if he as like a straight white man who's also rich got that type of treatment it's like you look back and like like people who've all like amy winehouse famously went to rehab and, like, got destroyed for it. And, like, Demi Lovato, all of these people who are battling addiction or, like, other personal things who aren't, who also, on top of that, are, like, women or are, like, people of color, blah, blah, blah. Like, they face Mm -hmm. another, like, level of scrutiny. Discrimination, criticism. And criticism. And it's just, like, can we just collectively be, like, can we just relax? <laughs> like, can we... Yeah. Let's treat them like human beings. Exactly. They're not, like... 
people that are we're meant to like gawk at and make fun of just because to us they're and it like just we look at them through a screen and I feel like that kind of removes their humanity sometimes to a lot of people and people forget that these are real people with real feelings and I think part of that can also be like you're a rich person me saying this random thing isn't gonna affect you which like like, I guess but it's also like but it I don't I don't agree like at the same time like you know I've always said I think that it's impossible to expect the world to like stop hatred I just don't think that's ever gonna happen because people suck yeah. So it's it's impossible to tell everyone on the internet, hey, stop being a bad person. Like, it's just not going to work. <laughs> yeah. But I think there ne- it needs to be more mainstream to be nice to, like, or mm-hmm. not nice to celebrities necessarily, but just treat like, them like humans. And Let's just, and I think a lot of the stuff that feeds into it are these, like, tabloid magazines or this, like, journalistic, quote-unquote, like, places like Page Six and like people daily mail like daily mail like just i used to like hate look at the daily mail snapchat story every day because it was just like kylie jenner wore this outfit and like, i don't care i don't care what but i would like hate read it every day and i think that's also like human nature like we it's like you're the thing that's most likely to get hit is like the controversial thing yeah instead of like this person Went and volunteered at Habitat for Humanity. (laughs) Like, my, like, least favorite thing that, like, I think it's People Magazine or Us I don't know. It's, like, when they're, like, celebrities, they're just like Like, us. shut up. It's, like, well, yeah, we're all human beings. Sure, they're richer than us, so maybe we have different problems. But, like, we need to... I, I don't like celebrity culture because I hate this idea that they are on a pedestal and we're all beneath them. Mm-hmm. I'm not here, like, I just, I just don't like that concept because it's like, no, just because you're, you got, you got a lot of people, yes, you're very talented, you might have gotten lucky, you made it into, a, like, an entertainment industry, you're not better than me, mm-hmm. just, or, like, just the world. There are people doing so many good things for the world, mm-hmm. like, you, you, like, the ego that some people have, and I don't mean, like, young TikTok stars, because, yes, I mean, humble yeah. yourself, but at the same time, that's a whole different <laughs> ball of wax or whatever you want to say because yes they're young kids getting platforms like at a really young age but I mean more like traditional celebrities who have these giant egos Mm -hmm. I'm like you need to step down for a second and realize we like as consumers of entertainment not to be like we made you Mm -hmm. but like that is a valid like thing of like I don't know, be nice to your fans, like, that type of thing. That's, like, yeah. a common courtesy. Don't, like, have such a huge ego just that you think that... be a nice you, person. You got to be here because only you did this one thing. Yeah. I just hate this idea that people perpetuate celebrities are another level and we, like, are not as good as them or normal people just... Yeah. I don't know. I just or don't on like the flip side, all. like, they're celebrities, so we have a right, like we were talking about before of like yeah like we have a right to i just feel like treat them like normal people they're just people who we entertainment we consume and it's also like hard because then you think about musicians and you're like how are you gonna have a normal ego if every day when you're on tour like every other day you get on a stage in front of like a stadium of five million people who are all there just to scream at you and tell you how much they love you do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, some people have done it, 
But at the same time, yeah, I mean, I'm not that, so I can't sit here and be like, I know for a 100% fact I would stay humble, because <laughs> I would hope that I would if yeah. I was in that position, but at the same time, I don't know, a lot of people say money can do crazy things And it's not people, just and, like, money, it's it. like, even just the sheer, like... The validation. Validation of, like, the can oxytocin. you imagine being, like, BTS... <laughs> And seeing, like, going and seeing stadiums where people have been waiting outside their stadiums for, like, weeks and weeks, just sitting there camping out for a chance to be in the stadium to see you. And, like, there's, like, millions of people that you, like, (laughs) (laughs) like, like, it's easy for us to be, like, be a good person. But, like, how are you supposed to? Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, at the end of the day, we're not in that position. Yeah. So it's hard for us to just be like, stay humble. <laughs> but I mean, some people have done it, so it's not impossible. And that's why I think the pandemic has kind of made celebrity culture a little less intense. Or like, I don't know if that's true, but like the whole like, imagine thing. Like where all those people I think it, sat I in I think it house. did humanize... <laughs> I think it I think it put a lot of people's worlds in perspective in that if that makes sense because yeah. it's like the world literally stopped for a couple weeks before people decided at least in America that the pandemic wasn't real. Mm-hmm. But um <laughs> <laughs> it it did take a minute for everyone to be like a disease could literally shut everything down. Like do I really need to be sitting here worrying about a celebrity? Yeah. Or but like it's caring also about like, what they do. I think the whole Imagine video where they sat in their multi-million dollar mansions and were like yes. a day later. I think it was like a week after the 13th. They were like, oh my God. <laughs> it was also like a lot of celebrities, not even like, I remember Justin Bieber and like Hailey Bieber. I think they went on live and were like, yeah, people like have it hard right now. But like we worked hard to get where we were. <laughs> we are. So like we deserve to have what we have. And like no one else, like we're just, we're just better. Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm not, I'm 100% paraphrasing. Don't yeah. take what I say word for word. But they, they were just like, we worked hard to get where we are. So like if other people are struggling, it's not really my, I, that was my understanding of the article I read like months ago. So if I got that wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, I think a lot of people saw that and were like, hey, maybe maybe we shouldn't put all of our faith and attention on these random people who couldn't care less about what we actually, like, what normal people yeah. are going through right now. And that's not to say, like, all celebrities sat in their mansions and cried. Like, people have done good things, obviously, but it's like... Yeah. I think that John had Kaczynski a... did that thing. That was cute. Some good news. That was pretty cute. What happened? John Krasinski, well, during, like, the beginning of the pandemic, he started, like, that some good news where Aww. he, like, would do little segments of good things happening in the world because everyone was just sad. That's cute. A Quiet Place is coming out this weekend or something, I think. The second movie? Yeah, I keep seeing ads for it. it really, it's a, it's a loud trailer. <laughs> It'll be, it's quiet, and then she, like, hits a rope, and then bo- bottles, like, all, like, make a loud noise. So I'll think that it's just... A break in the video I'm watching. I hate sometimes I'll just be listening to a video and yeah. it'll be super loud. I'm like, oh my god. I hate horror movies. I can't. 
can't. Why? I, They're fun. I can't Have we, stand we, the, the last, did you, was, what's the last movie, horror movie you watched? Get Out for my At film my birthday class. party? Okay. No, I watched Get Out for my film <laughs> class and for my, but the last horror movie before that that I watched was at year 15, <laughs> like when you it was turned like an 8th grade birthday party, <laughs> party where we watched Insidious 1, like the least scary Insidious movie. We watched it, but literally me and uh, our friend. You and Megan, not me and Magna. It was me and Michaela. We both, like, Michaela really? was on her phone. I and think I was, I was sitting next to Magna, and we were just, like, cackling at them. It's fun to watch horror movies with your friends, because we were both cackling at how, like, bad some parts were. Yeah. Insidious is a really good horror movie to, like, start off with, because I don't think it's that scary. No, I couldn't do it, because you and, like, the rest of all of you guys were just watching it, and me and Michaela, I was attached to her arm, and we were <laughs> scrolling through Instagram, because you we were like, I can't, I can't do this. That's so cute. It wasn't that bad. I'll make, um, I, we might potentially be able to podcast together in person because I might visit California this summer. (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) Potentially. So I'll just make you watch a horror movie then. (laughs) The new Conjuring movie is supposed to come out. You can watch the new Conjuring movie. No. I refuse. We can watch all three. I refuse. We can watch all, we can watch all the, ah, the Annabelle movies aren't that scary. Dude, I tried to watch half a true crime video and I literally had nightmares for the, like two days afterwards. (laughs) Do you think I can sit through like an hour and a half long horror movie? I absolutely binged like almost so many Bailey Sarian videos where she like does makeup and watches or talks about true crime, which like. She does really well. I don't know. She said she types up scripts, but I think she memorizes them. I don't know, because she never looks like she's looking anywhere. Yeah. She always looks like she's looking straight at the camera, so I don't know. She definitely doesn't have, like, a teleprompter, because she's, like, doing other things. I think she memorizes her scripts, which is insane, because she, like, knows what she's... Yeah. But I, <laughs> I literally, the entire time I was working on my finals for my sound system documentation class, I was just sitting in the Mac lab, and I was making, like, a patch plot which is just, I had to just uh, take what I was seeing and put it on, like, an Excel sheet and just listening to her talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. So now every time I'm, like, thinking about patch plots, all I can think about is Jeffrey Dahmer, which is not really fun. I don't like it. Dude. And then I watched, once I got home, I just didn't, I don't know why, I couldn't find anything comforting to watch, so I said, (laughs) let me watch True Crime. So I watched, like, two days straight. <laughs> All I listened to... Was, and I didn't watch her videos, necessarily. She does great makeup. But I would just have her in my headphones. And I'd be listening to her talk about that kind of stuff. And sometimes into the night on accident, because it just never stopped. And then a couple, I stopped because there was one night where a man was knocking on her door. And we have two doors like we have a glass door that you have to open to knock on our door mm-hmm. he was just knocking on our door at like 9 p.m and we don't know who this person was mm-hmm. and the door wasn't locked so if he knew that it was unlocked he could have turned the knob my mom went to the door locked it when he heard her i was like lock the door lock the door mm-hmm. lock the door so he she looked through the people and then locked the door and i literally went to bed thinking i was gonna get killed that night because i thought the man was gonna come back to our house and do something scary so then I was like, you know what? I can't listen to any more true this crime. Because that was so <laughs> scary. This is why you don't listen to true crime. Like, uh... I, I don't know why. Okay, but, like, the thing is, for some reason, I, listening to it, and, like, I'll watch BuzzFeed Unsolved, listening to it doesn't bother me as much as, like, watching a movie about it. Mm-hmm. Because watching a movie about it makes it feel, which is stupid, it makes it feel too real. Yeah. If it's, like, acted well, especially, I'll just be, like, 
Because it's also like like listening to it feels like I'm just hearing words. Yeah. When you're watching it, it's like you're you have your full attention on it. Whereas when you're listening to it, you can like do other things. Like you can be distracted while you're listening. Because like Mm -hmm. when me and my dad, we like like a couple years ago, we like traveled a bunch of places, and while we were traveling, we were listening to the first season of Serial together, the true crime podcast, and like. Mm -hmm. Now, all of my memories of Chicago, I just associate with murder, <laughs> like, oh, no. with cereal and, like, murder. Like, the entire Northwestern campus, I can't go back to because... Oh, no. <laughs> Which, like, I wasn't planning to anyway, but, yeah. I don't know. True crime is wild. <laughs> what were we even talking about? How did we get here? You said you don't like horror movies. Oh, John Krasinski. Oh, Quiet Place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Seth Meyers. Oh, my God. Another thing. Oh, yeah. Seth Meyers. I love him. But I was going to say, I can't even deal with, like, reading. Like, when you said Jeffrey Dahmer, I can't. I, like, looked up his Wikipedia once just to see, like, what he did. And, like, I couldn't even get through the Wikipedia page. So, like... Like, <laughs> I've read through it. I there was like a weird time, which I don't idolize serial killers, mind you. Like I'm not one of those people. Yeah. I think that's disgusting. And Dude, please get help. Speaking of Stan Twitter, there are actual serial oh killer Stan accounts. And that's it. Like it bothers that. That's like you need help. Like that's yeah. genuinely. Please get help. No, it's like that's not okay. Like I feel sick. Like I like I yeah. Found one the other day, and I was like, I deactivated Twitter. What? Like, I don't know if I told Good. you. I I gave my password to your dad. To, yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have. I'm not on Twitter anymore. Good. Good. <laughs> good. It's not a good place. But like, I found it's a serial. Awful. Like, I. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. It's just not good. I feel sick. At the but end yeah, of, like, every Bailey Sarin video, she'd be like, if you look up to these people, find better role models. She'd, like, <laughs> say that every video. Yeah. Or find better idol, Find better idols. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, please. Like, what is wrong with you? Please get help. Like, mm-hmm. you, this is not what you should be looking up to. But I, I went through, like, a weird time where I was just reading about a bunch of serial killers. And I did, I probably, I'm pretty sure I read through, like... John Wayne Gacy's entire Wikipedia, Jeffrey Dahmer's, Ted Bundy's, which I'm pretty sure a, one of my friends in high school I did theater with, she said that her uncle was in a class with Ted Bundy <gasps> at one point, and he, like before they like knew anything that he had done. Dude. And I was like, excuse me? And like that's the freakiest part, is that normal? A lot of these people were like normal people existing. Like One of the guys was like married, had kids, and like was committing crimes on the side. And it was crazy. I think it's John Wayne Gacy. Don't don't fact check me. I don't know. But it's like that's the scariest part. That's why I like I like can't exist now. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like everyone's gonna kill me. Yeah, no. It's scary. I know. Some people with anxiety I like some people with anxiety like can't deal with true crime whatsoever. And then other people like dive fully into it just to be like fixate on it they fixate on it just to be like this is what to look for (laughs) Mm, they like get like that level like it's like a paranoia thing yeah 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 Yeah, i'm one of the people that can't deal with it at all 
got to a really sad place. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> you literally, the other day I, we were planning, you it. were like, okay, but like, it's fine. I think it'll be fine. Okay, wait, we can end on a happy note. We can end on the fact that you might come visit me. Uh, and then we could do a podcast where I only need to use one phone to record so I don't have to edit two lines together. It's exciting. <laughs> and we can do fun friendship things that yeah. we haven't done ever because... Why we didn't we have, have cars <laughs> when we lived yeah. next to each other. We were literally yeah, in eighth grade. This is literally, like, the closest, like chance that we've gotten to see each other beyond like, like for a long days. time for a long stretch of time because the last time we saw each other in person it was in a, <laughs> a parking, a parking lot. yeah did we tell the story on our podcast? i think i think you did because someone i was telling someone and they're like yeah we listen to your podcast we know it's like okay sorry we only have two this is why we have to keep telling the same stories over and over again yeah we haven't had a lot of experiences together i'm so sorry um but yeah and then the time before that you came over or i came over you came for thanksgiving Thanksgiving. except like that was like a bad time so i don't count that was it a bad time no, not not like it was a bad time spending time with you. I just mean like myself. Oh, yeah. It, it was, was like, like, what, sophomore year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So this is like the closest we've gotten to actually spending like decent time together mm-hmm. in person. And I'm very excited. So we can excited. do stereotypical friendship oh things. I feel like beach. you're not being excited right now because it doesn't feel real. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Trust me. But, like, mm-hmm. I just don't know when it's happening. So I haven't, like, I'm more of, like, I need to be, like, on the plane to, like, feel it. Yeah. I haven't gotten to that point yet. For sure. But I, honestly, I yeah. I'm excited. That's why I'm, like, <laughs> I haven't gotten my hopes up too much. Exactly. Except for, like, one night I couldn't sleep. So I literally went Aww. on Google Maps and I was, like, this is how far... <laughs> The airport is from my house. This is how far, like, these places are. <laughs> we can do this. But yeah, we were like, talking about it the other day, being like, let's do this, 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 and this. And then we can but do watch, this. we're not even going to end up doing that. I'm fine with literally just sitting in a room and talking. My dad was like, I was like, can I go for, like, two weeks? And he's like, what? What are you going to do for two weeks? I was like, I haven't seen her in, like, years. Like, we'll find something to do, I'm sure. <laughs> but, like, I don't really care if we don't do anything. Like, it, it'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah. It was like, you're going to get bored. And I was like, I don't, I just don't think so. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you might get sick of me at the end I, of the two weeks. I've consistently <laughs> held a friendship with you living across the country <laughs> for like six years, five years. Five years. Eight, nine, I think ten, six years is 12. this September. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, do you have anything else to say? I think we've been doing good on the 45-minute podcast. We used to have, like, (laughs) hour-long. Yeah, 45 minutes is good. I think that's a solid time. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, we hope you guys are staying safe. I hope you're vaccinated if you can. 
Mm-hmm. And if you've had the opportunity to. Um, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.